0: This is Bartcast.
1: You ain't nothing but a hound dog. It's stupid, i dog. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. It's stupid, i dog. You can wag your tail, but I ain't gonna feed you no more.
0: Bartcast deals with just about everything dog related dog obedience, training, health, owning a dog dog behaviour and care and nutrition. Each week your questions will be answered by professional senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell, a professional member of the IACP, a registered evaluator with the American Kennel Club and has trained thousands of dogs across a variety of disciplines. Hi, Russell. How's your week been here at Canine Point Academy?
1: It's been very good, mate. Thanks very much. You're very welcome.
0: Um, right, a few emails have come in, as always. And this week, chewing. That's what we want to find out about. How we can stop it? How we Do we encourage it? Do we not encourage it? Um, what's your tips on chewing?
1: Okay, a little bit of both would be the, the short and sweet answer. It's not so much the fact that they chew. It's more the fact of what they're chewing on on that tends to be the, the bigger thing um, some dogs uh, prefer to chew you some people will have a dog that just chews relentlessly on anything other dogs just couldn't care um, some dogs will also go through a phase as they're teething getting their puppy teeth out and the um, um, adult teeth coming through might be more inclined to be chewing on things at that stage um, so but it's a natural behavior i mean
0: so let, let's start with the, the puppies sure um, so, when puppies are going through their, their normal teething, and the same teething as humans face, yeah. go yeah. through a, a teething process, with humans we give them cold things to chew on, um, ice, or we yeah. put their toys in the, the freezer to try to mm-hmm. make it nicer for them. What's your tips for when you've got a puppy and it's going through the whole changing from its baby teeth to its adult teeth? And just another question on that, what age kind of is that for a, a puppy?
1: So in terms of the, the toys, yeah, you can do the same kind of things. Um, and ultimately with puppies, once, as soon as you've got them in the door, I, I mean, everyone's like, oh, what's the best toys to get for the dog? It really depends on the dog. Some dogs like a nice, soft, uh, like teddy bear to carry around or to chew on. Other dogs will just rip that to shreds. Some dogs prefer like a harder um, bone type uh, toy, like a deer antler or something, or, or a rubber um, chew toy. And again, even on those sort of um, lines, you've got different sort of grades of rubber, some and ones, and soft ones and so forth. It's really about finding out what the dog likes to engage and chew on. So find out what particular toy they like, what sort of texture um, and what have you, and go with those lines. So once you've identified, you know, my ballpark of you know, these are the sort of toys that my dog likes to engage with, um, then yeah, I mean, if you want to, you know, stick them in the freezer and keep them cool. I'm not entirely sure it makes the biggest difference to the dog, to be honest. Um, they tend to just kind of... Get on with it. Um, So just yeah, just allow them to chew. The important part though is not drawing attention when they're chewing the wrong things, and I think that's the the bigger part of this is directing them to these particular toys. One thing that we tend to do a lot of the time is we go out and spend all this money on all these amazing toys, dump them all on the floor, but the dog's still chewing the chair leg. (laughs) So and it then becomes a little bit like kids; they've got all these toys, but I want that one up there. It's the same thing with our dogs. So I would tend to have a a selection of toys that I would keep up and away from the dog and only give to them at specific times. Like for example, I know I'm gonna be busy, I'm going out, I wanna give the dog this particular toy at this particular time because it's new, it's something they like, they're gonna engage with it more intensely for a longer period of time, as opposed to something that's just there all the time for them. Do all dogs chew? Yes, the it's more about sort of the levels of it. So, I mean, again, some dogs will happily chew on a, on a ball or a bone or a toy just you know relentlessly. My German Shepherd, you give her a ball, she just sits and chew on it non-stop. Um, other dogs like Sassy just doesn't really care for toys and chewing stuff much, to be honest. Why do they chew? So, yeah, I get asked this quite a lot. The best ones to speak to to get a more accurate answer would be the dogs themselves. <laughs> so, ultimately, there is... If the dog is offering it as a chewing behavior and they're sitting there chewing on their toy, it for whatever reason is giving them some manner of satisfaction. So w- without you know, being an idiot about it, genuinely speaking, couldn't tell you as to the exact why that they do this particular behavior. It gives them some sort of pleasure, some sort of satisfaction, crack on, no objection to it, with the caveat that the chewing on the right thing.
0: Is there stuff that you shouldn't give dogs to chew? So not the, not talking about toys, mm-hmm. um, but maybe more natural things. So on one of the bark casts, we talked about chicken bones and how yep. they can be bad mm-hmm. in a way because they splinter. What about for chewing? If you give them a stick, is there certain types of yeah. wood that you shouldn't give them?
1: So um, honestly, I wouldn't. I couldn't answer about the different types of wood and different you know, barks and trees and stuff. Barks, like the way that went. Um Honestly, in terms of different types of wood, um, there may be some subtle differences because obviously some woods are harder than others. And again, that would then I would guess would come down to the preference of the individual dog as to which they prefer. Um, I tend, When it comes to things like sticks, I tend to use that as a in the moment toy. I'll throw the, the stick for the dog. They bring it back, hopefully, um, rather than just it being something I leave with them to chew in their own time, simply because, yes, it's a natural element it can splinter and what have you and if you got a dog splinter in their tooth that's going to be rather painful and something to deal with whereas a a rubber ball or a kong toy what have you i'm more inclined to let them have sort of in their own time i'm usually for me myself i tend not to leave a lot of toys down for the dogs um unless i'm sort of there on hand to supervise just for any number of reasons in the same way that you might not leave a kid a young kid unsupervised with certain toys either
0: so you just mentioned the, the Kong toy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, know, I know in the past when you and I have, have, have gone through training of my dog that you, we've used this. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you just explain what that is and how to use it best?
1: Um, okay, so Kong, is a, is a, as a brand name, have a range of, of dog toys, um, chew toys, interactive toys, and what have you. The, the particular ones that, that I use um, are the so cone-shaped chew toys that are kind of hollow inside. So on their own, Um, I mean they're a good toy just to throw and fetch and they bounce awkwardly so it's good fun for the dog to chase. In terms of using it as a chew toy you can put some food, some kibble, some bit of peanut butter or something inside and it's just therefore the food's on the inside, the dog has to chew and lick at it to get the good stuff out. And things like that um, and certainly if you've got a, a, a dog with particularly high food drive they're more likely to redirect themselves to that particular toy because it's the satisfaction of chewing it but also the satisfaction of getting the food out of it, so it becomes their their favourite, if you like.
0: And that's also uh, going back to my freezer analogy. That you could put that in the freezer as well to make it cool, and then they can, and then you freeze the peanut yeah. butter and the bits
1: and pieces inside to make so it. So either freezing it just for the sake of making it cool, or even just for the sake that it lasts longer. Um, so I mean, if, if I'm dashing out of the house, caught last minute, I can fill up the Kong and just give it to the dog. If I'm planning ahead, I could do that tonight freeze it overnight, give it to them in the morning. Because it's frozen, it's just naturally going to take longer to get through.
0: And if a dog is chewing on the furniture, yep. um, what's the, the process and the, and the theory behind stopping that?
1: So for dogs live in a world of black and white, if there's behavior with reward, I'm going to do it again. And that does include chewing your shoes and, and your furniture. If there's behavior with no reward or consequence, I'll stop. So for us, it's about, I don't mind the chewing, but I want to redirect you to something else. And we spend a lot, of, a lot of time saying, no, stop this, no, stop that. But we don't tell them what they can chew. So if I say, no, 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 stop chewing my table. And the dog looks at me like, oh, I'm so sorry. You're absolutely right. I shouldn't have chewed this table. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to chew the chair instead because maybe that's what you want me to do. So it's always, it's not so much about saying, no, stop that. It then has to follow up with do this instead. So for me, it's all about redirecting the dog and getting them to engage with something. And equally, as they're engaging with it, I want to reward them for doing so. So if I see my dog chewing on a toy, I'm gonna make the effort to go and reward them for it, either with an an extra treat or just with a fuss, giving them my attention. I like the fact that you're chewing this particular toy. It will bring me to you.
0: Um, One last question. Uh, Children and with their toys, Mm -hmm. um, I know that my children have, have, have played with the doggy with their stuffed toys. Okay. And trying to put it in their face and kind of roughly yeah, yeah. wanting to play interact yeah. with a dog um, I, I could just see from your eyes what you're about to tell yeah. me. Is that a good or a bad thing?
1: so it, I think the obvious thing would be potentially a bad thing um, only because that for for your kids, they have a distinction between this is my toy and this is the dog's toy when it comes to the dog, anything is a potential toy so um And it's one of those things, you know, if my kids are playing with the dog and it's, yay, we're playing with the teddy bear and it's all fun and games, up until the point where the dog tears the teddy bear apart and all of a sudden that was my favorite teddy and I hate the dog sort of thing. So there are potential pitfalls to doing that. Equally, if we're showing the dog that, you know, these particular toys are available to play with, they are going to target them at some point. The other point is, why do dogs tend to chew on children's toys and on expensive items, like the expensive shoes. They never seem to target the cheap ones or the crappy ones. Why is that? And the answer is simple, it's because you care. If you're gonna throw out those toys or that shoe, and you see the dog chewing on it, what's your reaction? There isn't one, because, oh, I'm gonna throw them out anyway, I don't care if he destroys them. If it's your brand new Nikes or your brand new teddy bear for your child, you're going to put much more emotion and energy into stopping them doing it. It then becomes this great big game of chase around the house. And the dog learns, oh, great. If I go and get that toy, be it a shoe or whatever, you'll come and play with me. So they're more likely to retarget that again. For me, it's more a case of, A, starting with some redirection, showing the dog without toys that coming to me is always a rewarding behavior. And then in those moments when they've got the quote-unquote wrong thing, I am just simply re- return to redirect. So, hey, Rover, come back to me. They're either going to drop it and come to you or they're going to bring it to you. In which case, I can then trade it and say, oh, thank you very much, good boy. Here, have a treat. Take the toy. And then smack myself over the head with the shoe for being the idiot in the first place for leaving it on the floor and not putting it away.
0: Ah, good answers. I, I know from my point of view, I've got many dinosaurs with no heads and right, no arms yes. and no tails. Um, okay, to summarize then. So basically, it's, it's once again, it's all about redirection from the dog not giving it that if it's it's chewing the bad thing give it the good thing to chew find some good toys that you can get for it and just reinforcing positive behavior
1: uh, absolutely and that's the key thing reinforce the positive by generally and continuously consistently redirecting attention to what they're doing when they're doing the things that you want them to do and then when they're doing the things that you don't yet redirect them back to phase one cool thank you very much russell thanks jay
0: If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy.